0: Praise God, brother! You guys having a Laodicean day of complacency and lukewarm American Christianity, or what? Oh, not me. I'm on fire for God. Look at me. Mm-hmm. I post scripture nonstop. stop Look at all the souls I won. Look at your works burning. Ha <laughs> Amen. while our butter is churning. Oh yeah, I'm not into performance. I don't care what anyone thinks. We please the invisible God, not man. People that please men are the hypocrites. The word Pharisee means hypocrite. <laughs> it really does. It means they can't practice a single thing they preach because they haven't come from the throne and they have no authorized fire. They're literally human beings full of strange fire. They're Satan's sons and daughters in the earth. And even though it's 99% of all Christians in the world, and that's the current situation accurately without exaggerating, how many of y'all know the Great Harvest is a harvest of goats? Self-righteous, knowledge-puffed up, human goats. <laughs> but I've been in this wheat field, Father. Always obeying you, never left your house. I've been faithful and doing everything you said, Papa. He's like, well, the feast is in here. That ain't Christianity. Luke 15 was the revealing to the older religious son, he wasn't even practicing Christianity in all of his Christian works in his obedience to the New Testament. He wasn't. That's why he weeped and gnashed his teeth when his son went in and experienced Christianity, his young, the younger brother. It's true. The older ones don't think they need forgiveness because their dead works are their righteousness. We're dealing with that. The older ones are righteous by what they do. (laughs) But the younger one was righteous as a gift by feasting. Feasting is what makes you righteous, not doing. Okay, this isn't the Old Covenant. This is the New Covenant. You're righteous through feasting and drinking. The table of the Lord, the Apostle Paul calls it. The bread and wine of Melchizedek, the New Covenant. You're only righteous according to your feasting. Never according to your works. And that is the worst thing an older prodigal could ever hear. Because their entire lives are wasted in vain religion, in dead works. That's why there's so much religious persecution. Everything they do is worthless. Unless it's the overflow from feasting, it's not even Christian. Your cup must overflow. Christianity is the overflow of your bodies by feasting on the bread and wine of Jesus Christ. The bread is his flesh, crucified to death for your religious sin. Religious sin is also known as pride. Religious sin. Cain, who murdered his brother. All religions, most deceptively, Christian religion. I'm not talking about Christ. I'm talking about the religion of organized religion in every building made by human hands that is ran by a human being. The kingdom's not run by a human being, it's altogether other, it's a different entity. When a person's kingdom, they have no cap on their heads because God's their father, and God's an infinite spirit of life and peace and anointing. But when they're capped in a human cursed system that has the appearance of good and the knowledge of good, their father is not God, but Satan. Even though the older prodigal thought God was his father, the fruit in his life revealed Satan was the father of his Christian works. It's true. And, I mean, that's horrifying. For a person that's tried their whole life to be good, it's horrifying. And I deal with that horror every day for 12 years. It's called self-righteousness and pride. The goat nature of religion in people's minds that are good by works and not good by feasting on the table of a sacrificed flesh and blood for you, which is all grace. Amen. It's a different Christianity. We're dealing with Satan's Christianity in the earth. And trust me, that's all that needs to be dealt with. When you deal with that, this earth turns into heaven like that, that fast. That's the only enemy that we need to deal with. I don't even need to touch on rebellion. The only reason why rebellion exists is because of religion. Religion blocks everyone from knowing the Father, Jesus Christ, red letters. Religion, the goat head, Satan, and the black throne that has the appearance of the white throne. Satan always counterfeits and copies everything about God the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. White witchcraft is the counterfeit presence of God and a counterfeit Holy Spirit. You got to understand, these are demons and devils you're dealing with. You know, <laughs> there's no limit to the deception. There's no limit to the evil and the depths they'll go to to pull you into hell. Your enemies will do anything to deceive you, anything. They have no rules. You got to understand that. And I know you're like nice people, and you're like good people, and you don't understand how bad and deceiving and cunning the serpent is. I know that. I've dealt with hundreds of thousands of Christians, and they're like nice, good people, and you don't get it. Your enemy is, will do anything to lead you astray. Successes, relationships, Business breakthroughs, and I'm telling you, there's a counterfeit of everything from God that Satan tries to do in your life, and it will ensnare your souls. And then you'll get bitter and blame God because you thought you were following God, and you saw a license plate, and you heard a confirming thing from a familiar demon you thought was an angel, and now you're instead now you get bitter towards God, you reject God, and you stop growing, and Satan wins. I've seen it a hundred thousand times. Satan always always appears to every Christian as an angel of light to deceive and it's not just Satan the fallen cherubim it's how many angels does he have I mean the hundred million I've heard mystics say that are real mystics if the fallen angels were to put on flesh it would blot out the sun and there would never be light on earth that's how surrounded you are Woo! and you're playing games they're not playing games They're deceiving you, and they're winning. I watch them win in your lives every day. (laughs) And human beings don't even realize they're being used of devils nearly continuously in appearance and knowledge of good, in Satan's most diabolical system ever constructed of Christian religion, church. (sighs) And we're so gullible. But I'm telling you guys, the raising of the standard of the sons of God will incinerate these lies. And the people will actually fight the sons instead of Satan because they're so bewitched. They'll fight their anointed deliverers like the Israelites fought Moses instead of actually fighting the snakes. They didn't fight the snakes. They didn't fight the scorpions. They fought Moses. Because they're completely deceived in every single thought that passes through their minds. And that's the accurate situation in the world in 2018. You think it's better than that? It's not. It's actually much worse. If I could describe to you how bad it is, you might catch the fire today and be completely sold out to the anointing and say, oh my God, screw my humanity. Everything I've ever believed is a lie. And then you would begin to wake up out of the matrix of the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great. You just begin to awaken. You know what great awakening is? Coming out of potent sorcery. The magic spell of Satan using starlight upon your minds is so powerful that the only thing that can awaken you is great grace in great awakening. What is great grace? Great anointing. Great grace is not a doctrine that you can continue sinning and being evil, rebellious sluts. No. Great grace is so that the anointing can set you free from potent sorcery that has you completely and totally deceived about every thought that passes through your mind constantly. The only truth that exists on the earth is the anointing. The anchor for our soul. Christ. What is Christ? The Amplified accurately describes Christ as the anointed one and his anointing. Apart from the anointed one and his anointing, everything here on earth is a lie constructed of sorcerers, demons, and fallen angels to kill, steal, and enslave the human race. I tell you the truth. And most of you are enslaved At this moment and there are parts of your mind that resist the truth of my spiritual words the days are coming and will soon be here when everything I've told you will come to pass and then many will come out of the potent sorcery and they'll come out through the fire of the anointing oil the word Jesus the name of the Savior and the Messiah of God means the anointing saves This oil is the only salvation that has ever existed for hearts, souls, minds, and the healing of all flesh. Apart from the anointing oil, there is no salvation for human spirits or human souls or the healing of human flesh. You are cursed to hell apart from the oil. But he has given us the oil without measure. We trample the oil. We call the oil monatomic oil, golden oil. You know, I get 100,000 emails about frankincense and myrrh. I get people, you know, drinking Crisco. These people are so bewitched. They think it's something in the natural dimension. Oh, maybe it's an essential oil. You know, I mean, the, Jesus dealt with that in the Gospels. Is he going to kill himself? You know, I mean, they, they thought they were so bewitched and locked in the elements of Satan and his angels in the natural dimension. They thought he was talking about natural stuff. He's the anointed one with infinite anointing. He's talking about the kingdom of heaven, the Holy Spirit without measure through all flesh, consuming the curse. The curse is what keeps you locked in the natural dimension, drinking Crisco, bacon juice, instead of the golden oil of the Garden of Eden of the third heaven, which is the only thing that could possibly heal you of diabetes, or AIDS, or cancer, anything. Jesus saves. Jesus Christ, the anointed one, the oil of the third heaven. Is there anything else here for us? It will all burn. And that's why they're angry. They believe there is something else here besides Jesus. They believe there maybe is a savior in science. Maybe there's a savior in electronics. Maybe there's a savior in education. Maybe if I go to school and get smart enough, you know, I can save myself and have a successful life. If I study to show myself approved, but have not the anointing, am I not just chasing after the wind? If I make a million dollars on the stock market, Am I not just chasing after the wind? Everything apart from the anointing is vanity, 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 and a chasing after the wind. You gotta get the oil. God has given you the anointing oil, the Holy Spirit without measure. Let it grow in your bellies. Let it consume your carnal appetites today. Let it remove the witchcraft of you looking for something In the natural realm that's not there. Let our cups overflow and wash the natural realm. You know what the natural realm is here for? People are like, well, why did God even give me a body? Why am I even on earth then? Why didn't he just kill me, make me a spirit in the sky? Let me tell you why. Because there's a new earth where righteousness dwells. God's gonna cleanse the heavens and the earth with anointing beyond measure through the sons of God so that everyone can live in paradise. And not a single one will be an idolater, even though they'll all be millionaires and billionaires. (laughs) There won't be a poor amongst them. When they came out of Egypt, they had all the gold of the Egyptians. When you come out of Babylon the Great, all the wealth of the central banking systems of all nations will be added unto you. But you're so bewitched right now, you're still trying to make money by the curse of the sweat of your brow. I'm telling you, there is an anointing here that removes the curse. It's here, and I'm imparting it with every word out of my mouth during this broadcast, because I walk in it. <laughs> I'm not a hypocrite. There is an anointing here of the tree of life of the Garden of Eden that has grown up in my heart and mind, that this oil will also grow in your heart and mind. You're an olive tree. I'm an olive tree. We are the tree of life. We are the Israel of God. Galatians 6, it is written, Of unlimited anointing oil of the King of Jerusalem Jesus Christ and this oil will remove the curse from all creation and this oil will restore the fortunes of Zion from all nations all tribes all tongues there won't be one sick in the earth crime will cease in this kind of oil people won't even be able to think bad thoughts You won't be able to hate anybody. You'll be too blessed. When our cups overflow with that much golden oil of the third heaven, which is what's happening right now in the transition of the whole universe by the way, it's been going on for many years. You're just starting to wake up, that's all. There won't be any problems anymore. There won't be any hospitals anymore. There won't be any envy and strife. No jealousy. No orphans. He's removing the orphans of the whole world. The spirit of adoption is the golden oil. You're adopted by oil. You're saved by oil. You're transfigured by oil. You grow in the golden oil. What is the oil? It's also called grace. The anointing is the grace of the Lord Jesus. You think he was talking about a doctrine? when his disciples are being crucified naked in his churches, in the epistles? That's what the Romans were doing. Paul's writing them in desperation. Do you think he's going to give them a nice little letter that's going to help them have a nice church service while the, the women are getting raped by Roman soldiers and crucified? They'd crucify the children. They'd kill the babies. They didn't care. They didn't have rights. If you were a Christian, you had no legal rights in Rome in the Roman Empire. The Roman soldiers could do anything they wanted to you and your families. Paul was desperate to save his Christians because they're getting brutally murdered, raped, and sold into slavery. You think he was giving them doctrine and theology, how to have a nice service? He was giving them the anointing to defeat the demons that were killing them. And we need that intensity today. Because even though it's not that bad, we're so complacent, the demons do the same thing in the spirit to us. Kill us, enslave us, deceive us. We need the same intensity of the apostles of the first century. And we have them. We're here. I'm telling you guys, it's gonna get a thousand times more intense. I pray daily, but I know it's monthly. Because God is very slow to anger. It is written, very slow to anger, very patient, very kind, very long-suffering. The fruits of the Spirit are the fruits of God. (laughs) But there comes a point when people have hardened their hearts and say, I will not bear the fruit of the olive tree. And they completely resist the anointing oil, the grace of the Lord Jesus. And every single one of them will be washed into the lake of fire. In the name of Jesus Christ, be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.